Fired Up Fridays app with Steve Ryan is now available on Apple and Google Play stores. Well, hello there, family. You're listening to Fired Up Fridays with Steve Ryan. Fired Up Fridays, all right. Fired Up Friday will be right back after these messages. If you're anything like me, when you come across something you like, you tell people, right? So I've come across something I like, the Hydra jug. It's convenient. I can put it in the dishwasher. It's spill proof. It's got a convenient handle. And they even have like this sleeve that you can get that you can put like your phone and keys and things in. I mean, it holds you accountable. It's no excuse not to drink enough water now. All you have to do is get the Hydro Jug at thehydrojug.com. Use a promo code FRIDAY, which is easy to remember, to get 10% off. So go to thehydrojug.com and use the promo code FRIDAY and get 10% off. Easy, breezy, convenient. <laughs> Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Fired Up Friday, Judy. (laughs) It's great to be here, Steve. Thanks. Oh, no problem. So, hello. How are you? I'm I'm good. (laughs) Had a good, productive, busy day, and it's nice to sit down and just chat about very interesting things. <laughs> oh, good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So, so who is Judy Rodman, if someone was to ask? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, well, I have been in the music industry for, or the vocal, you know, professional vocal industry for uh, over 50 years now, believe it or not. I started before I was born. No, not really. But <laughs> But it's been that long. And so my journey in uh, my career has taken a lot of rabbit trails and and hit brick walls that became turning points in the whole bit. So uh, it's wound around to where now my main business is actually mentoring other voices. And so that's what that's what my main thrust is. I do a lot of things, produce vote, produce uh, music, uh, work with singers and speakers and uh you know, do vocal coaching all day long too, and have my own podcast called all things vocal. Yeah. And so I'm, you know, I'm just got my, I'm at the point in my life where I enjoy everything. Uh, yes. You know, my, to my, my husband kind of wishes I, I'd enjoy it a bit less, I think, because <laughs> my days are pretty full, but, uh, but really it's, it's a wonderful life. Wow. Yes. And I, um, I, I do like your podcast. So, Hey, oh, everyone. You. Be sure to check out Judy Rotman's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All things vocal. <laughs> All things vocal. That is super mm-hmm. awesome. And I like how you how you emphasize speaking and vocal. And um, speaking of speaking, because that's a that's a great common one to start from. Mm-hmm. Um, who would you say need speaking uh, help or vocal? You know, coaching. <laughs> who who do I who do I help? Or Is yeah, it, who would you say would need help with the speaking? Oh, gotcha. Uh, well, I'll tell you who who have been some of my clients. Sure. Uh, there was there was a uh, uh, former uh, doctor who decided she wanted to mentor other doctors to be able to do what you know, go into the practice that they wanted to 
when they were dissatisfied with where they were. So she was a coach, but she had trouble with her speaking voice and she wanted to do a podcast, but she had trouble with her speaking voice. And so she hit me up. Uh, you know, no matter what you do, whether it's uh, a business person, just, you know, having a typical meeting or, or doing, uh, doing keynote speeches and things like that, or just one-on-one sales calls or one-on-one discussions, you know, w- that are important with either consumers or business to business, you know, other industries, uh, or just one-on-one, you know, at, my motto, I've, my little motto that's after Judy Rodman vocal training is mm-hmm. when message matters. Mm-hmm. And so if your message matters and you're having a little trouble with your voice or you want more vocal ability, uh, you want to be able to sound more uh, in, in such a way that you get a better response. That's, that's what it's about is getting response to message. Or if you have vocal trouble, you know, and it's kind of hard to deliver a message if you don't have any voice (laughs) or your voice hurts, you know, you're, you're kind of sidetracked and distracted. So those are the, some of the reasons that you might want to be a speaker hitting, hitting somebody up. I work with newspaper, uh, not newspaper, uh, TV reporters and radio uh, hosts, uh, TV hosts and and people like that in media. So, uh, and I work with podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, because it's, it's very interesting that you're saying the speaking voice, uh, because the speaking voice, oh, if only people knew. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it can, it can definitely, if used improperly, it can definitely be a um, not so pleasant thing. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so like when people are are coming to you, like what, like, do you have a certain technique that you use that you? Yes, I do. (laughs) I I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love that question. Uh, The truth is that I use a three stranded cord uh, method that I came up with about 20 years ago that works with every voice in every situation, whether it's singing or speaking. And that is the synergy of getting breath right, getting your throat channel open and, and configured, you know, changeable so that, that it can create different tones and communication skills. And if you get all, if you get one thing better or worse in one of those areas, it affects the other two. Fired Up Friday will be right back after these messages. Are you ready to be a better you? Visit theabundantlion.com today. All right, we're back from commercial break. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know where I was. <laughs> yeah, so, you, <laughs> so you were just saying that you had three methods um, that you usually use. Yes, mm-hmm. a, a three-stranded method, three-stranded cord kind of method, three cornerstone. And that is a breath, throat configurations where their their throat is changeable so you can create different tones and communication skills. And believe it or not, that third point is almost unanimously a weak link for people. Mm-hmm. And that's because they don't really know what they're doing. They don't know who they're supposed to be talking to. I'll right. say, I'll ask that question, you know, 
who do you think you're supposed to be talking to? And the inevitable answer is, well, the audience or (laughs) all those people who dot, dot, dot. And none of that's right. It's to the one heart that your message is to, is being delivered to. The words that are coming out of your face are to. And if it is to an audience, whether it's a million people behind a camera eye or one person on a one-on-one call or uh, a, a group of people in a room, you've got to make that one heart because then that becomes a laser beam instead of a flashlight beam. So, uh, so that's huge. And, uh, even in this, in the recording studio, I can't tell you how many people talk to the, or communicate, sing or speak to the pop filter, <laughs> you know, get, good luck getting a response from that. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't move. <laughs> yeah. It, it, no, it's hard to move that sucker. So if you wow. know who you're talking to though, and you know what response you want back, which is a, uh, a, a body language, a nonverbal body language or facial language response. And it could be you want them to freeze and stop mm-hmm. looking at their cell phone. Well, that's a response. But whatever it is, that's your brass ring. Mm. And that changes everything. That changes the choices that your voice makes uh, because you, you know, it, it sort of knows what you need to be sounding like to get that response on that person's body language. Wow. So that's huge. Yeah. Yes, that's incredible. I mean, that can go for uh, anyone, business person or, um, you know, even people just talking in their everyday life. Uh, I mean, it can, it's so many ranges of people. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and a lot of people that are really creative, and I bet you a lot of people in your audience are, the people Mm -hmm. that are really creative tend to be introverts. I'm an introvert. Yeah. And that's because we we have too many sensors and we're yeah. sensing too much information. In fact, we're making stuff up. She thinks I suck, you know, <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> and so what we need to do is take all those amazing sensors, which make us really creative. We need those right. sensors so we can get yeah. nuanced about what we're creating. But if we focus them up into yeah. talking to that one heart, like I'm talking to you think I'm talking to you, but I'm not. I'm talking to the center of my webcam. No, I thought you were talking to me. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> and that, see, it represents you and I know it does. And so, you know, that, that, you know, that, that brings me the response I know I'm getting from you. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> and um, I noticed you were a SAC actor. So, <laughs> yes, that's um, right. This is acting technique. It really is. But acting technique, as Sanford Meisner says, is, you know, the legendary coach, acting is uh, behaving authentically in fictional circumstances. Yeah. So, you know, that way, I mean, teleseminars, when you really look into that webcam and you know you're talking to that one person who needs what you're saying, who needs to know. Uh, what you're trying to tell them, who needs to get your message. Oh, changes everything. It changes the way you talk to that webcam. Right. You know, I, I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, I didn't know anything about business. You know, art artists are terrible about doing business, about knowing about business. 
in, in at least they used to be back in my day when I started trying to be an artist and it makes you really vulnerable in, in your business, you know, yeah. to bad information or bad actors. So I got a business coach by bartering because he was a, a top end business coach, just brilliant man who happened to have a really sucky voice and he, he needed, he needed help with his speaking voice. So we bartered for about two years and we both changed each other's lives. <laughs> That's a great business person. You're, you're being a great business person, you know, because <laughs> there's always more. I learned a lot. Just yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> and, and do you help voice actors as well too? I do. Oh, All voiceover, right. voiceover talent. Yes. Because they need the nth degree of control over their instrument, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, to be able to uh, do a jingle perfectly, you know, or uh, to to do a, a take on a character voice perfectly, you need to change, be able to change your throat channel. They need to know how to do that. Mm-hmm. And they also need to protect their instrument, right? Yeah. From strain. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I saw your thing about uh, power, path, and performance. That's the three-stranded chord. Power of the breath, uh, path through the open throat, and performance meaning communication skills. Love it. It's in this, uh, I was looking at your website earlier, mm-hmm. and I see it on there. It's nice There it cover. is. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you has a all things vocal. You can't yeah. re- can't forget that all things vocal. <laughs> <laughs> I love it and singing in the studio. You have all kind of good books. I remember yeah. signing up for your email list. Oh and, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and you sent some helpful information, so that was pretty cool. The like health your email health list. report, great. You like yes. that, great. Yes, <laughs> and that's so, right at the top. <laughs> So recommend anyone go to, to judyrotman.com, sign up for her email list and get the free five page vocal right. health report. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a vocal coach, vocal producer, music producer, songwriter, artist, and public speaker. Wow. Incredible. <laughs> no wonder your um, significant other wants you to, to be uh, <laughs> slow down. <laughs> You got all yeah. the titles. <laughs> yeah. You know, you might find this interesting. I, uh, to that point, I really do have to remember my why, my basic why, you know, I'm yeah. doing things. And so my business coach helped me put together, he, you know, he was asking me some questions that, that, and, and then he asked me, what's the three things that you need to do to start the day? to make your business go well, you know. So I got to thinking about it and I ended up with a priority tree. And part of the jet plane going across, that's one of the <laughs> things about, about this office is it has jet planes. Um, oh, I can't hear it. <laughs> good, good. But anyway, the top of my priority list, I, I listed five and this is the way my life works and this is the way my business really works. The top of my priority list is spiritual because if I don't have the, the, the core guidance from the power that's way greater than me and th- that you cannot really explain, but that I know, you know, is there. If I'm not able to connect with that, then, then my, my priorities are like ducks, like spreading out all over the place and just life doesn't work. It's not worth it. The second priority 
is relationships. And if I don't have loved ones, if I don't have friends and family, then to share the journey with and my successes and you know everything else, this is not worth it. The journey's not worth it. Well, I've got to spend time with them. It's like I have to spend time sitting and doing some meditation, you know, friends and family. The third priority is health. Because if I don't have my health, you know, then it does, things don't work. You know, I can't, my life isn't like I want it to be. The fourth priority is creativity. Because if I can't create, I feel like there's a hole in my soul. I feel like there's something missing. I'm, I'm, I'm missing like some food or something. So that's four. And then fifth is financial. Because if I can't be financially sustainable, then I'm going to be the one begging at the table rather than the one offering some help to somebody else at the table. I'd rather it be that way. So there's my priority tree. Wow. I love it. That is so <laughs> incredible. That is so, and it puts a, it puts a perspective. And I notice, I notice like how you have spiritual and loved ones up higher. So that's very, very interesting. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's almost like what I sense from you is, is like, that helps you uh, be centered, you know, yes. like energetically, you know, yeah. and, and that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. Wow. <laughs> yes. That is amazing. Helps me make decisions too. You know, I'd love to do this. I'd love, I'm always loving to do everything. And, but if I do, I got to give something else up, you know, and right. what business person doesn't know about that? You know, <laughs> yeah. it's a trade off. <laughs> you, you, especially, you know, when you're a solopreneur, like I am, Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you have to, there's, you check my pulse. I have to remember I'm human. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're in creator mode, um, mm-hmm. what are some things you like to create or that you enjoy? Uh, oh, creating? I love writing my blog, which becomes my podcast. Uh, I love mm-hmm. writing questions for interview guests. Like, I, you know, I would think you do too, because you, you've got a great podcast, man. I really love this podcast, <laughs> Thank um, you. but definitely I, I, I write, uh, uh, do, uh, write songs all off and on all the time. Still, I, I'm always writing songs for something or another, uh, usually, you know, for a project or with something I'm producing or, uh, you know, one of my students is, is going into the studio and needs some songs. <laughs> uh, I just had, uh, a, uh, an amazing interview with my mentor named Dave Loggins. Uh, for, for those of you that remember, please come to Boston. He was the the writer and singer of that. Plus he, you know, I think within a, a couple of three years, he'd written like 14 number one songs. It was ridiculous. Wow. So, wow. but he was, he was a huge, is a huge mentor of mine as far as the creative process in, in music. Uh, and then I love creating uh, courses in vocal training. So wow. I'm in the process now. You might notice I've got a teleprompter up there. <laughs> I'm <laughs> in the process of creating a video course for the first time that, that uh, I'm going to try to have done in the sp- by the spring because I've had audio courses on my site, but I've never done a video series. And I think video is the new queen and king, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it's no way to get around the video. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. That's going to be so awesome. Like your, your video, um, cor- what, uh, if you, if you want to answer this, like, what would the course be about? 
Well, this is going to be a series. Uh, it took me two years to write the scripts, and now each wow. one of them I'm tweaking. So the first, the first one, and I'm starting to film it now, is the first one's actually going to be a free thing that I give out uh, called How I Teach and How You Learn. Because people, it. you know, when we, when we offer things to people, they need to be able to trust us. Yes. And so that's, that's a way that they can do that. And then the first uh, uh, purchasable course in this series is going to be called The Speaking Voice. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, and the next one may be called, uh, uh, like, Breath for the Voice. Yeah. I think that that's probably the next one because a lot of people have trouble with breath and they really overthink it. Uh, yes. there's, there's ways to, to make that, to fix that really quickly and pretty immediately. Yeah. So that's probably <laughs> the second one. Yeah. But there'll be about probably 10 to 12 uh, uh, courses with, within that. I'm thinking I'm going to put them on teachable. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. That sounds like it's going to be amazing. Yeah, like that's going to be really, really cool to look, you know, looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> so, look, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting that baby birthed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is like a baby. <laughs> yep. and, 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 and when you've had people come to you, like, what would you say has been like the biggest, um, it was something that you had mentioned. Uh, what would you say, be, what, what would you say is the biggest issue? that you've seen when someone lacks the breath support or, or someone's having trouble communicating, like, is there any issues that stand yes. out more than others? <laughs> a lot of times, like I say, a lot of times it's because they don't really know what they're doing. They're still thinking about having the conversation. Right. Uh, or the, or even delivering the song. They're still in thinking mode. That's one of the biggest sins of the singer song. I call it singer songwriter syndrome. <laughs> because they're still writing the song when they're delivering it and they right. may be sounding really good and all that kind of stuff, but you can't understand a thing they're saying. Cause they don't know what they're saying. <laughs> well, they know what they're saying, but they don't know who they're oh. talking to. They're not really talking to anybody yet. They're still internal. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. <laughs> Instead of external. So you see, I've got to, you know, it, when you're external, you're actually giving something to somebody. Right. When you're internal, you're still thinking about it. You're not quite delivering it yet. Yeah. And let me tell you, those body languages, those choices of articulation and vocal tone and volume, um, you get them wrong if you don't know, zero, if you aren't zeroed in on the heart you're talking to or singing to then you're going to get those choices wrong and you'll sound inauthentic yeah. or overbearing or mm -hmm. weak or weak <laughs> or like you're hiding something <laughs> instead of that you're trustably free flowing this information to this heart and see, you know, people think, well, am I not supposed to be talking to everybody out there? Anybody, everybody listening? Well, I got news for you. That's gravy. Okay. <laughs> That's gravy. Imagine an, your favorite actor. Okay. Like stopping the dialogue to look at the audience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not going to work. The yeah. thing is, if you're really delivering a message to one heart, you create an interesting scenario. If you were in the mall, 
all right, in front of one of the stores. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and somebody else over the, over the way over there is in front of another store having a, looks like an intense conversation with somebody else. I mean, and you're just walking the mall is, doesn't everything inside you want to go, you know, and look and, and kind of, kind of, well, they've sucked you in with their little drama. That might be an interesting little experiment. <laughs> to see, wow. to do in a mall because they've sucked you into their conversation because why they're being real and they're being yeah. interesting. All right. Yeah. So, you know, if you're talking to the one heart of the audience, you can move the heart around, talking to them, the heart over here, talk to the heart over here, like people like Bono and Garth, they make everybody in the venue in the amphitheater feel like they're just there for them. Yes. And if they're talking to somebody else, they're still being real and they're really talking to somebody. So they interest the whole venue and everybody moves like, you know, like, like cows, you know, at, at dinner time, you know, and they're zeroed in <laughs> on the, on the, I've seen that on the, on the person speaking. So it's when your voice knows what it's doing and all your ducks are aligned, all your array of sensors are aligned on that purpose, then Everybody that within earshot of your voice gets sucked in. Uh, uh, and if they don't, guess what? They're not the ones for your message. They're, you don't need them. They're, they don't need you. So that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love what you just said. And, and you know, and it, it really hones in that people need to, something else you said earlier in so many words, know your audience. Yeah. Find your audience. That way your voice is penetrating to the right people. Right. Love it. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And then when you find your audience, speak to them as one. <laughs> yeah. That, that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and with your, what got you into blog, writing blogs? Like what, what, why, why do you I, enjoy that so much? I started writing my first blog post Probably in 2004 mm-hmm. or six. And the reason I did it was to become visible to people that I wanted to give vocal lessons to. Mm. And at that point, the blog was just kind of a static sort of, you know, uh, my website rather was just a static thing. And my blog uh, was something that that could, could be refreshed. And then I learned about search engine spiders. Listen, I used to stay up till three or four in the morning, like three or four days a week studying internet visibility. And I have the same mentor now that I had then. And her name is Denise Wakeman. Uh, She's with, uh, yeah. So I highly recommend her and uh, Marketing Trailblazers is is her organization. It's on uh, the Mighty Networks, uh, you know, network. Uh, on the internet, but, but Denise Wakeman and she, she, she has her, her business is called adventures in visibility. So that's why I started blogging. And then much, much later, I've got, I've got over 2 million views on my blog now, all things vocal blog. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. But then much later, I forget what year I started a podcast and I, it, the audio, the audio was Steve. The audio was terrible. I didn't know what I was. I was not an engineer. Okay, I'm a singer, professional <laughs> singer, but but I've had engineers deal with that. <laughs> but I found that it was really 
a wonderful way to reach more people uh, yeah. than my blog even did. Uh, so, so the podcast is growing leaps and bounds. I'm getting, I mean, it's not as much as the the blog yet, but I'm getting about a thousand listens of, uh, an episode, an average of, uh, a thousand, an episode, some are, you know, over two or three and some are less than that. But, uh, I find podcasting is a real a huge way, way to, to extend your reach. Mm-hmm. And so my, my blog, uh, I usually will just read my blog into the podcast and half of the time I'm doing the blog vocal lesson, you know, that I'm creating free information for people. And then the other half of the time I'm doing interviews like you are. So, uh, but that creates the no like and trust factor for mm-hmm. the, the people that can, the, the things that I offer insert my services and products. Fired up Friday. We'll be right back after these messages. Come and tap into the worldwide audience of Fired Up Fridays. Do you have an inspiring story? Have you gone through any type of challenges, but you found a way to make it through? We would love to hear your story on Fired Up Fridays. Visit steveryan.com today. Wow. And speaking of blog, I've seen your your latest one with yes. Legend Dave Loggins. Yes. <laughs> that was so precious to me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he's, he was, uh, he's been, he's a legend. He really is truly a legend. He's, I think he had like 16 or 17 number ones within a few years. And that's him with Yoko and, and John Lennon and the, the, the songs that really the country music, uh, uh, of the seventies, eighties, and nineties, the the sound the the uh, soundtrack to country music a lot. Of, he wrote a lot of that. <laughs> so, and wow. he was a mentor of mine, and and I got to sing on a heck of a lot of those demos for those big songs. And right. on top of everything else, his voice, he you know he's he's my favorite voice. Up he's up there with Andre Bocelli as far as favorite voices ever. Uh, and, wow. and, but, but he, he focused in on his raison d'etre, his why was songwriting. He, he loved the creative process of songwriting more than really performing. And he really is an, uh, an introvert. Uh, but so this, this is a really precious, uh, interview and chat that I was able to do with him. So, wow. Yeah, I got. I need to finish listening to it. I did get a chance to listen to some oh, of cool. it. Oh, um, cool! But I didn't want to be late <laughs> and have you oh, waiting. That's a quality <laughs> problem. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna, I'll finish after after our little <laughs> thing here. So <laughs> like, yeah, but no, it is. I love your style. Like it's Thank really you. good. Um, and I know she mentioned something about pineapple juice. What's this thing? Yes, with the pineapple that, juice. That's an uh-huh. incredible ninja trick. Okay. Mm-hmm. Unless you're allergic to pineapple juice, in which case don't, but right. <laughs> unless you are a little bit of pineapple juice, like a quarter pineapple juice and three quarters water mm-hmm. uh, is the best throat remedy that I've ever found better than any lozenge or throat spray or anything like that. Wow. I didn't even know why it worked. All I knew is it did. I just looked upon it one time when I had laryngitis and hat was uh I was directing like a uh, 12 voice background group uh, out mm-hmm. of town 
And you, you can't have laryngitis and do that and be one of the singers <laughs> and direct the group. So I knew what I was going to do. And I got there and I usually have, I usually cut my fruit juices with water. So I tried different fruit juices and everybody was so sweet to give me their lozenges and sprays and nothing worked until I got that little can of doles and poured it in my great big glass of water. And as long as I was drinking that, I could even get into my head voice. Yes. So I was able to do it. And I've tried it on every singing or speaking uh, client or student that I've had both, you know, for in the studio in vocal lessons and on stage and it works for everybody. So I highly recommend it. It's the bromelain enzyme I've discovered since that is the reason Mm. it works. The bromelain enzyme, uh, it creates a situation in the tissues of your pharynx. Of course, it doesn't touch your vocal cords, but it soothes and hydrates the tissues of your pharynx. And so when that happens, you know, your actual larynx kind of gets relaxed or lubricated as a byproduct of that or something. All I know is that you'll, you'll thank me for that. (laughs) It sounds like an amazing trick. Like I really, really like, I'm actually going to try that. I've never tried that and before. You, you want to dilute it because it, otherwise it may add to a, a, an acid reflux, you know, condition. Yeah. And so you want to dilute it, but, you know, three quarters water, just a little, it tastes like flavored water with the yeah. pineapple juice. And that's all you need. Yeah. You can just sip on it. Wow. And and I can tell you have a very giving heart because you have this whole entire section that's all about <laughs> giving to others. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <is kinda> cool. <laughs> I love that. I like love I, that you found that. <laughs> <laughs> and you have it all like twenty five dollars or less, and then further down, yeah, my all the my way annual to gift list uh, suggestions that that I put out annually. And I, I add to it and I check those links and make sure they're right or change them <laughs> so that they're current. Wow. But yeah, for, for people, for voices. Mm-hmm. Wow. You put a lot of time into this. Like, oh. wow. <laughs> wow. And then now, like I, I say, I update it every year. So it, at least it, you know, <laughs> I, I don't start from scratch every year. Right, right. <laughs> but I do love this other piece that you have too about like gifts of time. Yes. So that's really, if you don't really, have really any cool. money, you can still give amazing gifts. Yeah. Yep. That speaks volumes about your yeah. personality. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I would say it takes one to know one <laughs> as far as being a giver. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I've It's been so like great talking to you and things because I've just... It's it's so much goodness here, and you know, I I just I'm looking forward to your course. I'm looking forward (laughs) to just you know really going down your gift list and everything, and you know more of your podcast, all things vocal. Yes, yes. And so if 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 someone was just starting out, like you know, like singing or going into speaking, is there anything that you would say to them if they were just now starting out? Um, the first thing I would say is start to really diagnose your why, why are you doing what you're doing and go back even farther than that. Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, people will say, well, because I want to make money singing or speaking. Well, Mm -hmm. why do you want to make 
money? You know, what are you going to do with that money? Um, well, I'm going to buy a house. Well, why would you want to buy a house? What do you want to happen in that house? Right. Well, I want to, you know, and you get down, you get down to the deep why of the, hu- of the human psyche. Like I, I want love. I want to be financially stable. I want to be able to help other people. Uh, I want to grow a village of people that, uh, that I can be accountable to and that, that I can share the journey with. I mean, those are the deep whys. So get down to your deepest why and then build from there, you know? Uh, and then, and then as you go, I love this adage and I know you, Steve, you must've heard this. I love this, this, uh, this adage. I forgot where I first heard it, but it's where your passion meets the world's needs Mm-hmm. that your occupation and your vocation you can find you can find one that 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 will be successful for you so mm-hmm. get your why out that's your passion and then look for windows of opportunity where might you be able to speak or sing and be valuable yes you know when people network the the advice that i give them is what you need to be thinking about is how can you make yourself valuable to the person that you want to network with instead yes. of germing them and, you know, <laughs> saying, can I, can I buy, can I buy you coffee for an hour while you tell me all about how, you know, <laughs> how to do my business? <laughs> right. <laughs> like They're going to roll their eyes and turn their back because they get that a lot. But if yeah. you come in with something, if you think of, of a way to make yourself valuable to them, mm-hmm. that's where you open doors. Yes. So where your passion meets the world's needs, well, meet your influencers needs and, and, you know, what, what place can you really see yourself? And I'll tell you about those windows. They open and close and those doors, they open and shut in your career. If you're, you're just, just starting out, buy you a good pair of roller skates uh, metaphorically (laughs) and realize that your journey is going to change, but never fear the closed window or the closed door. Mm-hmm. because it's always a pivot point. It's just a pivot point to something else. And, uh, and just look for where the wind, the next window of opportunity, the next open door is. So does that make sense? Absolute sense. I love it. <laughs> in, 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 uh, in, in slang terms, don't be a parasite. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's not what's in it for you. It's what's in you. That's for them. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And, um, and one other thing too, I noticed you, um, you're, since you're so helpful, you have this vocal production workshop Mm -hmm. where you're helping, um, you're helping producers and audio engineers maximize the vocal performance of the singers they record, which is so time efficient and so helpful because they don't know, they don't know always, you know? (laughs) Oh no, they don't. Trust me. They don't. I had... Uh, it, it, this is a, uh, a two hour video workshop. It's the video is not the greatest quality, but you can definitely take, you know, get taught the, the information, but I had 40 of some of the top like Grammy winning, uh, producers in Nashville at that workshop and then mm-hmm. brand new engineers too, because they want to know what singers need. They know all about the gear and I don't. 
but they don't know what singers need. They don't know how to help singers. Even, even those that are singers don't necessarily know how to help singers, you know, producers and engineers. So yeah, this was a, and this was a niche uh, that I found. I've got one product that's, that's specifically for singers called singing in the studio. And then the, this one's for the production, the audio production team. And those were niche markets that were in, uh, because my main clients are professional voices, you know, people that want to speak or sing and make money at it. Uh, even though I, I teach all kinds of uh, voices, those are my main people. So the studio I've known, you know, I've done studio work for 50 years. So that's a way that I could be valuable in a way that's unique. And, uh, and that information is not available anywhere else, but there. Yep. Wow. That is so awesome. And I hear through the grapevine that you're also a published author. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, finally. Yeah. <laughs> I like your <laughs> and your book, Singing in the Studio. So. I, yes, but I got to tell you, that's a fail. That, that, I mean, I had a lot of uh, people buy it and they, were, they, they were enjoyed it, but I also had some feedback and I did not do my business right. I did not check the book before I, I was so anxious to get it on there that I had somebody from Fiverr format it in Kindle version and it messed the formatting up. So some pages skipped and there, some things weren't linked right. And, you know, it just, it, there's an illogic in the way that the, the, the book is laid out. Uh, and so I finally, I just, I just uh, a couple of weeks ago took it off Amazon because I want to re, I want to reformat it and get it right. Uh, yeah. Because I don't want to sell stuff that's, I mean, it's still the people that bought the book, still the, they, you know, I've gotten a lot of, of rave reviews about people uh, loving the information as it prepared them for the studio. The, the one in my, the, the ebook that I've got as part of my course on my website is formatted perfectly, but the Kindle version that I put on Amazon. So so my, my advice to people out there is when you do a Kindle book, read it before you actually put it, you know, publish it for a live, <laughs> make sure that it's formatted correctly. And if not, go back to the person and have them redo it. Yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> Lesson learned. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, and you said earlier that you still love to write songs and, and yes. that, so uh, you had a song that was placed in Robert Duvall's movie, um, Wild, Wild Horses. Horses, I believe it was. Wild yeah. Horses, uh-huh. So, so what, what inspired that song? Oh, my goodness. That song, something, <laughs> I, this is where songs, and Dave Loggins will say the same thing. Songs have a life of their own, and they'll go where they want to. Yeah. This was just a song I pre- not only co-wrote with uh, Michael Hodges and, uh, Kayla Morrison, uh, back years ago, years ago. Uh, but I produced it on Michael. And at the time, Michael Hodges was trying to get a country deal. So this was gambler. He, he came up with, uh, the idea of, uh, of a gambler of, a you know, uh, like love makes a gambler of us all. It was just the title. So we did it. And Michael couldn't get arrested as a country artist because, uh, you know, for whatever reason, I think it was a God thing because he ended up going out to California. And now he has a huge company uh, that is a uh, partner with, I think, Viacom Viacom called Sleeping Giants. And it's huge. 
And uh, wow. so if he'd, if he'd made it in Nashville, he'd never made that move. So when he got out there anyway, long story short, he does, he does movie stuff. He does TV stuff. He, he's, you know, a media uh, company. And he got to work with Robert, Robert Duvall uh, on that soundtrack. Wow. And he, so Robert liked this song. So this song went into that movie. And, uh, and, and here's another, like a coda to that. Uh, Robert Duvall wanted to come to Nashville and promote that by going on the Opry, on the Grand Ole Opry and, and singing something, another song that he actually sang with, uh, that, that Michael wrote that, that he sang. So Michael called me from LA and said, do you know anybody that, uh, I don't know anybody that did at the Opry. Well, I called Bill Cody up and said, would you like to have Robert Duvall on the Opry on your show? He said, yeah. <laughs> so I facilitated that. So I became valuable to Michael and valuable to Robert Duvall and valuable to Bill Cody. You know, that's the way, that's the way it works. And he came on, oh, it was just, I went out there when he, when he, he went live on the Opry, uh, Robert Duvall, if, if you can imagine the crowd went absolutely bananas. So it was very successful. And Robert has stage fright. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just amazing. But anyways, and not only that, but but then I had another song. My husband and I did an album, uh, the last album in 2015. And we, we wrote it all ourselves, except for one song I co-wrote with a girl from New York. But one of the songs that my husband and my son and I wrote called something like that. Well, Michael again, Michael Hodges and this company Sleeping Giant, they're doing the soundtrack. They're, they're the, the super music supervisor for The Expanse, which is a Canadian sci-fi, right? Well, mm -hmm. one of the characters in The Expanse is, uh, is in love with what he calls ancient country music. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and I do more than country music, but and my, my husband was in the symphony in Memphis, for God's sakes, but nevertheless... Uh, one of our songs, our, the first song off the album, Michael submitted it to them and they loved it for the scene. So it got into this huge sci-fi, Canadian sci-fi movie the, or, uh, series called The Expanse. And uh, so it, it paid pretty well, too. <laughs> so you just never know. <laughs> you yeah. never know what your creations are going to do. And that's what I'm talking about, this roller skate business and this open window and closed doors and all that. Just look for where you know, God's opening the doors yeah. and see what you can do to make yourself valuable at that door. Yes. Absolutely. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> this has been really, really incredible. I've had so much fun and <laughs> awesome. wow. Awesome. And, and it's very inspirational and, and everything that you're saying, it makes total sense. Total sense. Great. Really, especially the networking, especially the yeah. speaking. I mean, it's just, it's been so many good points. <laughs> Great. Great. Yeah. Great. Is there any, any um, final messages you want to send or, you know, or yes, sell off? I've got one last thing and that is this, watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and by that, what I mean is words matter. Yeah. And God knows at this time in history, words matter. And we need to put yeah. positive messages out there and truth and uh, connecting uh, inclusive messages. And so 
message does matter. Yeah. And so our voices only matter if our messages matter. So, to, you know, watch your mouth, watch what you put out there. I love it. That may be <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the 32nd caption right there. Watch your mouth. <laughs> Mama speaking here. <laughs> wow. Well, you've been incredible. It's been, it's been so good hanging out with you. So well, you too, Steve. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This has been a lovely chat for me. Yeah. Yeah, I know it must be uh, where you central time in mm-hmm. Nashville. Okay, central. okay. Oh, good. So it's not too too late. No, no. <laughs> you still have a little little time left in the. I'm day. I'm not over there in the east. Yeah, I'm yeah. right in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, this has been incredible. Like, I would well, love I, you to come you. back again when you thank when you, you get so your, very yeah. Yeah. When you get your vocal coach, I mean, your vocal courses. You got it, man. I'm going to take you up on that. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, thank you so much for having me on. Um, this has been a, a just a real blessing at the end of the day here. <laughs> it's been a wonderful yeah. conversation. Yes, I love it. I mean, you and you have some great points and I'm definitely going to do the pineapple juice. Yeah. Let me know, how much, let me <laughs> like, know what you think about that. Yeah, I'm getting some like tomorrow. That, <laughs> I, that, yeah, <laughs> get the little get the little bottles, you know, the, the, the jars rather, the six packs. So because don't make the mistake of opening one of the big cans and stick it in the refrigerator. That uh, work. <laughs> not unless uh, you like a tin, a tin drink. <laughs> yeah, so you need to pour it. Anything you have left over once you open the can, pour it into a glass or hard plastic uh, container. Uh, and put that sucker in the refrigerator. Ask me how I know. <laughs> <laughs> From experience. Probably. Last little point. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Well, thank you so much. And I'm okay. looking forward to your book coming back out too. Yes. Thank it you. seems like it's going to be a good book. Like. Yeah. It'd be much better. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a wonderful, wonderful evening and so good meeting you. Like this is you so too, awesome. Steve, please keep in touch. <laughs> definitely will. Uh, You take care. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Are you ready to feel good? Are you ready to feel inspired? Then come and get your I Am Strong merch. It's smooth on the skin. And guess what? When you wear it, people will be asking, where did you get that shirt? Where did you get those clothes? And you can say, I am strong. Come on over to stevebryan.com today.